Hi, and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily Podcast, where I, your host, Mario De Cristofano, will talk to you about life as a delivery manager. We'll talk about strategy, tactics, things to do, not to do, and wrap all that up in a way which makes sense. This is an attempt at a daily series of podcasts which are released across wherever you get your podcasts from, and an occasional YouTube video version with bonus content, should you want that. If you want to get in touch or get involved with the podcast, or maybe even be a sponsor, get in touch via Twitter at DM underscore daily, or check out the blog, mariosblog.co.uk. By my reckoning, this is episode 26. Either way, welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily. I'm your host, Mario De Cristofano, and in this episode, we're going to talk about if you're a delivery manager and maybe you're going onto a client site for the first time, or maybe you've got a job interview and you've been asked to say, hey, what's your plan for the first three months, the first 90 days? Maybe it's an internal job application, maybe you're moving jobs. But if you're a delivery manager and you've been asked the question on how you're going to set your stall out in terms of building a team and a capability, then this podcast is for you. 100-day plans important, I guess, as it's often a measure to success, track accomplishments and provide a really clear understanding of kind of job expectations and what you're there to do. If you're a DM trying to communicate with a C-level executive, it's setting out your store with your delivery team to say, hey, here's what we're going to do and what we're going to achieve or what we intend over the next kind of three months. It looks at goals, values but also how you'll establish kind of the key tasks and relationships with the management, your co-workers, interdependent teams, and actually getting something done. The 100-day plan then is this kind of action plan. It's a guide to your executive leaders, your boss, your bosses-to-be. Those first critical months in a new role, what you'll do, outlining your own strategies and tactics, kind of to identify and engage stakeholders or do initiatives or understand the business and then set goals and gain traction quickly. So this is about setting the foundation up for long-term success. Often the higher up of your career ladder you'll go, you'll often be asked to do this kind of 100-day plan. And I find myself doing it again and again and again, regardless of whether I'm talking to a client, applying for a job, or anything in between. Starts off with the mission. For me, it's important that everyone knows what I'm about, what's my internal DNA and what I'm trying to do. In relation to delivery, I want to be the best at what I do. I want to contribute and build a community of delivery-focused people who want to deliver with the same dedication and passion as me and are all passionate around sort of excellent delivery and operational excellence. I want to lead the conversation around innovation in terms of delivery, set the standards in terms of what good looks like in terms of technology and digital delivery, and also be pretty awesome and cool to, you know, to talk to. So it's really important that everything that that I do that emanates from me and I'll weave that into whatever it is I'm trying to do and whatever I'm trying to achieve. It's basically being good, being really passionate about operational excellence and digital delivery and being, you know, awesome to be around, right? So the next thing to think about and consider is the first kind of three weeks, which I think are really important in terms of setting the tone. This is about understanding relationships with people and the the hierarchy and the politics within 
a project community or an organization it's thinking about where you fit in and doing more listening at this point than talking even if you're coming in at a senior level it's really important that you get the lay of the land so you have two ears one mouth it's important i think to use those in relation to the amount of appendages um you have so lots of listening uh, maybe going out and speaking to the teams and the people involved and saying, hey, you know, what do you think and what do you think about kind of what should happen in the next 100 days? Not to appease people to do kind of a design by committee approach, but also it's an opportunity to get insight from people that have been there and already done it and know the landscape. And that will help shape and inform maybe what you do and make it even more relevant and valuable. I just want to take this opportunity to let you know that I do have a small web and app company that I run on the side to my day-to-day job. I build websites, small applications, and you can get in touch with me if you want a website built, maybe you want to start a new business or a side hustle, or you need to talk to someone for some advice and not sure where to go. Get in touch with me at creativepixel.me.uk, quote the podcast, DM daily, you'll get a 10% discount on any work that you uh, have done with me. So check it out. So we've talked about, you know, setting those expectations, communicating your own DNA and what you're about, learning uh, by asking questions and doing lots of listening. We've talked about establishing contacts and building relationships. I think one of the next things to do is kind of demonstrate your capacity and your capability by bringing in new ideas. Now, what I've learned... um, through some experience I guess is that you can't always boil the ocean until you're in a position to boil the ocean Uh, I find myself fortunately uh, on the cusp of being able to potentially do that but typically you want to make sure that there's one or two or maybe three or four things that you can do and bring to the party that are somewhat aligned to what the business is trying to achieve or the project's trying to achieve and then bring them to the table for discussion it's important that you don't criticize anything that's already there certainly not within the first hundred days and it's also important that everything that you do is backed by empirical data however i always think that by bringing a little bit of idea and a bit of you know judge to the the table and saying what about this or what about this um that can really help i've um instigated a number of initiatives within my capability some have ground to a halt through politics and 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 otherwise but some have really taken a flight in fact some have been so successful they've actually been taken outside the organization and you know um scaled that way so i think it's important that you demonstrate to build trust capability on the ground in the trenches with the team as well as just being in quotes management i think by contrast to my last point avoid taking on too much too soon. I've learned, even though I'm really comfortable to rapid change, it's often probably been because I've been the one instigating it. Being on the receiving end, change is still quite difficult and can be massively overwhelming. So I think that it's really important that you focus on one or two things that add value to everyone and then clarify them, communicate them well and then get them done. But just turning it down a little bit and thinking long and hard about you know, what you're taking on and why, making sure that you don't overextend yourself personally, so you burn yourself out and and don't achieve your potential, but also that you don't make too many changes to teams or organisations in those first three months where actually everything becomes diluted and unsuccessful. Rather do one thing really well than seven things mediocre. I think, generally speaking, the most effective 100-day plans are flexible. They're plans to plan, if you like. So rather than having all the answers on day one, you use your plan to kind of carve out time for either strategic planning 
or to set deadlines or to understand and demonstrate goals for either yourself and your teams or what you'll do for the business or the client. Those first three months always fly by. So I think really importantly, set realistic goals and deadlines. That's really key. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, I'm not going to be able to do everything straight away. So I've learned to be practical over time about what's achievable. Even if I can personally achieve more, I have to work within the constraints of the the, the lowest common denominator. And that might be the organization. That might be the, the amount of people or the complexity of the project. So it's really important that that's thought about. I think it's also helpful in that first three months to be really visible too. So using empirical data to kind of demonstrate that you're doing uh, research into either the organization or the project and understanding on the ground uh, what's going on so you can make strategic decisions much more effectively. I think being visible and making sure that you get out and talking to everyone too is really helpful. And that should form part of that kind of strategic 100 day plan to make sure that everyone's aware of who you are, what you do and what you're trying to do. It's almost you know, before that kind of call to action of everyone to say over the first three months, this is what I've listened to. You said this, this is what I've heard. And this is what I think we should do next. What do you think? And often the mechanism of that can be a retrospective, which I'm a huge fan of. A retrospective event doesn't need to be set within the constraints of the agile world. A retrospective is just a, a really well facilitated and safe environment for people to get together and talk. And I often leverage being new to either a project or a team or an organization to ask the really difficult questions, to understand who's open to talk, who doesn't, is there a surface level amount of politics or are there what I would refer to as dead bodies buried nearby that need to be dug up uh, and counted. Um, not a very elegant term, but but often the best way to, to do that. So I think being visible, certainly in that first week, is really important and a really integral part of that 100-day plan. So I wanted this to be a quick one then. So let's just summarise some of the things that we've talked about here and what you might want to consider in your 100 day plan. Remember, you could be a delivery manager uh, going into a new client and wanting to set out your stall in terms of the project. And you should listen to other episodes of this uh, delivery manager daily series to kind of learn about digital delivery. Maybe you're applying for a job and you've been asked to do a 100 day plan, the situation that I found myself in many times. But let's just kind of summarise some of those things that I'd expect to see in a 100 day plan why so you need that kind of mission what you're about at your core your dna you need to have some form of situation summary and outline kind of the current business landscape what you know so far any swat so strengths and opportunities and other kind of important headlines that capture the context of why you're there why you're the leader in the role and what you're trying to do you're going to want some goals so consider where you might want to be collectively with the team or the organization or the client or the project team in the first 100 days what impact do you want to have made you want to list those goals ensuring their business metrics making sure that they're smart and measurable uh, some relationship goals such as visiting uh, multiple sites or making sure that you've had a certain exposure to a certain percentage of the company within that first 100 days that leads neatly on to kind of stakeholders audiences building relationships identifying who the key stakeholders and audiences are that you need to get to know and understand and build partnerships with without that you'll never achieve anything and people are at the heart of everything key messages and we've talked about kind of your own internal dna but articulating what the main messages are that you want to convey as you get to know key stakeholders the business and the problems remember you're there to to do something that's either scale own or help improve and fix so it's important that you understand and demonstrate that you understand with high level examples of kind of how you view your role your function and how that ties into the broader company goal and strategy 
and potentially a list of commitments that you're making to your team and the actions that you're going to take whilst you settle in. We've talked about stakeholder engagement and a communication plan, making sure that you purposely reach out to stakeholders and how you'll communicate over time to accomplish goals. So you want to identify communication channels and where to meet teams, whether it's social, in person, remotely, hybrid, everything in between. I always try and find some quick win tactics too. a lighthouse project. It may be a problem on the landscape that no one else has been able to fix. It's not it's p possible that you can leverage from a PR perspective, either making that situation better, you know, identifying an opportunity that, that generates this quick and meaningful win. It'll demonstrate progress. It'll get and garner confidence within your team or the C-level executive. And it's a great way of kind of kickstarting your 100 day plan. Measure for success too. What good is success if you can't demonstrate that you're actually succeeding? So consider how you'll know when success is achieved, what good looks like. It's the equivalent of a definition of kind of done, I guess, uh, in terms of agile. So identify the metrics, how you'll monitor progress. And remember, this is a 100-day plan, so the metric should fit accordingly within that timeline. So use the progress in your stakeholder engagement and communication plan to kind of show momentum. And I think that's really important because it communicates to everyone what's going on so you don't end up in some kind of um, vacuum for the first 90 days. And then there's a big reveal at the end and everyone says, well, you know, I, I didn't know what he was doing. I guess one of the things finally I've learned and I call from personal experience in a couple of examples is do the difficult stuff first. So hit the ground running for one of that's such a bullshit term but you know get out of your metaphorical office right so start listening start talking to people coffees lunches whatever it takes to make sure that people are being heard and so that you get an understanding a thorough understanding of everything that's going on in the business of the project i think it's really important you can't do it in person do it remotely virtual coffees virtual office visits that type of thing but you've got to make a commitment to visit those teams or the sites or the departments as soon as you possibly can it, it's it's so easy to kind of put it off and put it off but ultimately if you don't do it in those first few days and weeks it'll never be done at all So episode 26 was a little baby one, really. It's just as I'm getting my thoughts together, doing my next 100-day plan. I thought I'd talk about it as I formulate it in my head. And if you can get some use out of it, great. If you go to mariosblog.co.uk, I'll do a blog post too with an example of a framework of that 100-day plan that you can download as a PowerPoint and maybe use for your own planning or at least give you things to think about too. If you want to get involved in the conversation, join me on Twitter at DM underscore daily or at MarioDC. You can read my blog, mariosblog.co.uk. I'll just tap my name mario into google and um you can find me from there thank you for listening over the next can't do oh i've got a new microphone can you tell hopefully this sounds much better so maybe the next season that i'm going to start shortly uh, the audio quality is now much improved and it glows in the dark but that sounds way weirder than uh, it should so i hope you've enjoyed listening i'm your host mario de cristofano this is the delivery manager daily this episode sponsored by ND Technology Services for IT consultancy and digital delivery projects and Creative Pixel if you want an affordable bespoke website which won't break the bank, get in touch. creativepixel.me.uk forward slash DM daily for a 10% discount on all websites.